products, just go to the website, 1360khnc.com, click on the shop. Welcome to today's program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. Last week, I uh, had to do a replay of a previous week, had a laryngitis. But fortunately, through the week, I was able to recover, and I'm doing well. Hope everyone is fine. Hope you have had a blessed two weeks. Today, I'm going to begin by laying a foundation for the program. We in America, or I'll put it this way, in Egypt, Egypt was a land of magicians soothsayers, astrologers, necromancers. There were the Chaldeans. These were the occult um, the occult the, the, the different occult worships in Egypt. Worshipping Lice, the sun, the moon, the Nile River, worshiping flies, everything that moved. Uh, the stars were worshipped. In Babylon, years later, also, Nebuchadnezzar would have his astrologers, his magicians. And in Egypt, when Joseph went into Egypt to give uh, interpret the prophecy for Pharaoh, Pharaoh initially called all of his uh, occult forces, his occult leaders, to interpret these visions, which they couldn't do. It was Joseph that would interpret. In Babylon, the same thing would happen. Nebuchadnezzar would have a dream and his magicians, the Chaldeans, the soothsayers, all of the occult, uh, those in the occult that uh, attended to him could not interpret his dreams. It took Daniel the prophet through prayer and through God revealing to Daniel the meaning of the dream that uh, that, uh, Nebuchadnezzar had. Greece had its gods. Rome had its gods. All the nations have their gods. And the, and the United States, this country also has its gods. And 
We wouldn't call it, well, we would say that there are magicians in the land. There are uh, New Agers or uh, those who study astrology, the heavens. And in Isaiah chapter 28, 22, there are five times that the word consumption is mentioned in the Bible. And this is the last, the final time that consumption is mentioned. And it refers to the time at the end of the world. And it talks about the great tribulation. It is specific to the great tribulation. We're heading in that direction. Presently, we are in a time of sorrows, a time of birth pains. Shortly, we Christians are going to be in the first half of a seven-year tribulation. But presently, we are in the time that precedes the tribulation. Then, three and a half years when the, after the tribulation begins, the great tribulation will begin. <coughs> Pardon me. And in the great tribulation is where this term consumption is used for the final time in the Bible. And it has such a varied meaning. It implies so many, the implications are so vast that I can only touch on just a few things. But let me read to you uh, in the Hebrew and out of the Strong's Concordance the meaning. But first I'll give you the verse. Isaiah 28, 22. Now therefore, do not mock, do not be mockers, do not mock God, lest your bands be made, be, your bands be made strong. In other words, that everybody agrees. Isaiah says, I have heard from the Yahweh Sabaoth, I have heard from the Lord of hosts a consumption even determined upon the whole earth. This is coming. But what has been determined is going to take place. We will not stop it. God's children, God is warning His children in His seven churches. The world is being warned in its own way. But God is warning His seven churches this is why we have the prophecies about a tribulation and a, a first half, a great tribulation, the second half, and about the wrath of God that follows the seven years of tribulation. There is no wrath of God in the seven years of tribulation. The wrath is designated, it is specific to the period of time after the seven year tribulation has ended. And before the seven years of tribulation, there will be hardships upon the earth, sorrow, and birth pains. This is why God has broken this apart in the prophetic word, so that we can see clearly and know the time in which we are in. 
For the Christians that cannot see that we are approaching tribulation, I uh, would ask you, ask God to open your eyes. And I mean ask Him. Don't be gentle with Him. Plead with Him to show you the truth. Pastors in the land, not all. Prophets in the land, not all. Men in ministry, positions, teachers are saying that Christ's coming is decades away, if not longer. I say these are false teachings. And the people speaking this way are false teachers, prophets, pastors. The environment. Remember the Lord gave the example. Red sky at night, sailor delight. You know how to discern the sky in the evening. You know how to discern it. And you prepare. But he gave greater signs for us at the end of the world and those greater signs we have to pay attention to. Many in this audience, hopefully everybody in the Christian world, have been hearing the terms of a great reset. A reset meaning a digital system that is coming where everybody in the world, they want everybody in the world to be part of this coming digital system. If this isn't a sign to Christians that know what it says in Revelation, it can only be through this kind of a digital system where the coming Antichrist can use that system to force people to worship him. To keep them from buying and selling. If they don't take his mark, worship his name, This is a sign. The other signs are the nations of the world. Christ said at the end of the world, there would be a great empire. Great empire. So great, it would be like a whale in a swimming pool. That's how evident it would be. But because of the power of the Spirit's the way that they have authority to blind the minds and deceive the people. Christians in America are in a dangerous and perilous state of complacency. I'm quoting a friend from years ago. Christians are blinded to the fact that the Bible, the prophetic word, says that in mankind's history there will be two Babylons. An ancient Babylon, which we know Nebuchadnezzar's Babylon, and an end-of-the-time Babylon. And both of these Babylons, ancient and present-day Babylon, will coexist simultaneously. It's not that one will be have disappeared out of history, and the other is, it remains alone. The Bible says there will be two, there, there will be ancient Babylon existing, which is present day Iraq. It would exist 
There would be commerce. There would be trade. There would be people living in that land. That land, according to the scriptures, would always to some degree be occupied, even by sheep, sheep herders, goat herders. It would never, ever be completely desolate. And that has been the case. Now, the desolation to a coming Babylon the Great that will be complete is the end of the world Babylon the Great in Revelation chapter 18 and chapter 17 of Revelation. But Satan is so powerful to blind the eyes of Christian people to keep them to be, from becoming effective in the matters of the kingdom of heaven. Not in the world, not in the cosmos, not in Satan's world, but to keep them ineffective as it pertains to the kingdom of heaven, God's kingdom that cannot be shaken. These spirits deceive so that the children of God are complacent. They grope around in the darkness. They have no sense, no balance of where we are in God's prophetic timeline. Time we have no understanding of where we Christians, evangelical Christians in America, we, we think, well, we are in the Bible, but where are we in the Bible? Well, his, we are His church. That's too general. Yes, we are His church. But it's too general. There are seven churches. Christians don't realize that all seven of these churches exist presently. And the seventh church, the young church, which is really only going to be 300, 300 and maybe 350 years at her, uh, uh, her length, Roman Catholicism will be a, uh, an assembly of belief system and people there will be a 1500 year old assembly the Greek churches the Orthodox churches are even older than the Catholic church the Catholics will argue with you and they will fight you saying no we were created or we, we came into existence through Peter in Rome no you don't know Bible history before Rome there were the Greek churches and out of the Greek churches came through Constantine and through other uh, men came the Catholic Church the Orthodox churches are about 1700 years old Lutheran Church after about a thousand year period of time after uh, Rome came into existence then you had the through Martin Luther, then the fourth church, which was, uh, I'm sorry, the fifth church, Rome was the fourth church. The fifth church was the Lutheranism, or we call Protestantism. And Protestantism of Luther uh, is different from the Protestantism of the evangelical churches of America. It's been kind of a leap forward with each church coming into existence. 
You had the Plymouth Brethren, basically, which was the Church of Philadelphia, soon after the Lutheran churches or the Protestant churches of Martin Luther came into existence. So you had a, another succession. Then shortly thereafter, then you would have a group of believing people that would jump the ocean and come to this country. And this country was being set so that they could come and inhabit and begin to worship in a different way from Luther, from Rome, from the Orthodox churches, and even from the uh, uh, pilgrims. Or, or yeah, the uh, those that uh, eventually would begin to collect in Europe and then jump. We would be unique. We evangelical Christians would be a unique belief system, and we are. We would be a system where, like with Rome and with the uh, the clergy systems, we would have freedom to start churches be independent churches. We wouldn't have to go through, uh, uh, presently, here in the last hundred years, there's been so much latitude with Christian people wanting to be involved in ministry. The latitude really changed Christianity in America. Some, some ways for the good, other ways not so good. But we are unique. The best example I can give you as a Roman Catholic, my parents. prophesying, uh, telling you about the prophecies in the Bible, this would not be allowed in the, in the Catholic Church. Me, pers my, my, uh, personally, I would be a seed that would be dormant somewhere in the world involved in sin. But because of God's calling, He called me to Himself, but He called me out of the Catholic Church. With each one of us, we are called to Christ, to the things of God, from something. There are many that are listening that were involved in witchcraft, deep witchcraft. When Christ met you, you were called out of that world. You were called to Christ. You were called out of the kingdom of darkness, all of us, to the kingdom of light, to, the, to, to this kingdom, to a living God, So God called me. He knew that for what was ordained for my life, I could not 
do, I could not minister, I could not be the minister, I could not pastor, I could not be a teacher, I could not function prophetically, I could not func- function evang- as an evangelical uh, with evangelism within the within the walls of Catholicism. This is why in the 60s and 70s, millions of young Catholic people came out of the Catholic Church. There are members in the Catholic Church that have been ordained by God to Catholicism. They will never come out of Catholicism. They're not going to be called out of it. They've been ordained. That is where God is going to meet them. As odd as it may be. To me, it's odd. I don't like the standing up, the kneeling down, the sitting down, the kneeling down, the standing up. I don't like that. I never did like it. But this is where my mother's side of the family, this is where they have served God. This is how they have served God. This is how they have known God. And God has been real to them. And they will be with God in eternity. And on my father's side of the family, the same. But I wasn't called and I could not function in Catholicism. Many in, that were Lutheran, God called you out of the Lutheran churches because you, in God's call on your life and what was ordained for you, you had to be separated from Lutheranism and those in Orthodox churches. My wife's family, they're orthodox. My wife could not function. She could not have fulfilled God's will for her life in the orthodox churches, Greek orthodox churches. Her parents were Greek orthodox. Her father is from uh, uh, Serbia. She could not function. God called her from out of the Greek Orthodox belief system into what we call evangelical Christianity. The Apostle Paul, he is a Jew of the Jews. He's a a Pharisee of the Pharisees. His lineage, pure Jewish, studied under the finest lawyers, the greatest teachers, and God called him out of that system because or he was ordained he was trained in that system he knew that system because once he would convert he would be able to he'd have the way to communicate to the new converts in to Messiah in Christ he would be able to communicate to them because he would understand what they are being called out of and what they are being called to. He had the experience. Now, everyone that's listening to me, God is going to call you. If you are going to serve God in this hard time that's coming, and I'm using this word consumption, I haven't forgotten, but I have to lay this down for you. If you are going to be effective. Your 
thinking, your religion, God is going to have to deal with your religious concepts. He's going to have to deal with your evangelical Christianity that you have been steeped in. You have been being cooked in it your whole life. And what you think is the very, very best of God for you, doctrinally, in your theology, in your eschatology, is going to be shaken. God is not building assemblies, communities anymore. This is not where the Holy Spirit is, the direction of the Holy Spirit. That time has passed. Yes, there will be assembly. Yes, there will be community. But the purpose is going to change. It's not to keep, not to have programs. Christmas programs. Easter programs. You need the reality. Every day, every day is Passover. Every day. Every day the death angel has to pass over you. Every day the death angel is coming to take something from you, if not your life. So, God is not in, in building assemblies anymore. He is building a body of warriors. The, this is Rick Rodriguez. The podcasts are on 1360KHNC.com. 1360KHNC.com. J.D., the Colorado Deplorable here, to tell you about Swamp Fight, right here on AM 1360 KHNC Radio, Saturdays from noon to one. Join me as we do battle in the D.C. Swamp. Hello, this is Daniel from A&D Design. We stopped by today to let you know that we have kitchen and bathroom cabinets. These are soft-closed, full-overlay cabinets with full-extension rails made of plywood. You can contact us at 303-968-6678, and Cyrus has our website. You can find more information on our website at andcabinetdesign.com. That's andcabinetdesign.com. And again, just call me, 303-968-6678. Hi, I'm Sina Milanazzo, Telephone Technology Specialist here with Liberty Communications. We are the local experts for cloud and VoIP telephone systems. If you have a traditional phone system and want to learn more about how VoIP can help your business, then call me. I'll sit down with you and we'll come up with solutions on how to keep you ahead of your competition. Call 720-399-0233 or email info at libertyvts.com. VoIP doesn't have to be a four-letter word. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont. 
or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. Most people think they can't afford to invest in gold and silver. But at the Patriot Trading Group, we believe that everyone should have the opportunity to own hard assets. That's why we created our Preferred Metals Program. You can get started for as little as $100 a month. Go to allamericangold.com and click on our Preferred Metals icon to learn how you can get started today. Or call us at 800-951-0592, the Patriot Trading Group, allamericangold.com. Neil Desperandum, never despair. That is the motto for you and me. All are not dead, and where there is a spark of patriotic fire, we will rekindle it. Samuel Adams. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus walked. Oh, when he walked. When Jesus walked. Washed away. Okay, uh, my contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, Post Office Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. Uh, though I broadcast out of Johnstown, the uh, I am I do minister out of my hometown, uh, Longmont. That is my center of ministry. Though I do a lot elsewhere. The podcasts are on thirteen sixty khnc.com to the uh, Olive Tree program. During the week, I host The Present Truth. Peter talks about that we are to, we have a present truth. Be established in the present truth. Every day, the present truth is that you have been redeemed. Every day, the present truth is the Holy Spirit is working in your life. The present truth is every day you are being washed by the blood of Jesus Christ because every day you're, something's coming out of your mouth that is unclean. And you're looking at things that are what can defile you. And you're thinking things that do defile you. But every day you have a present truth. You can wash in the blood of the Lamb. So during the week I host the present truth here on 1360 KHNC, which these programs are streamed daily at all times, all the programs on the station, from 2 to 3, Monday through Thursday. Join me then also, and tell your friends to listen. Given the call letters of the station, 1360KHNC.com, go to the podcast, go to the a website and then to the podcast sections. Again, the present truth also. I want to thank everybody 
for your prayers. You may think that uh, I do not take prayers lightly. I do not. They are vital. The only reason I am where I am is because of the prayers of God's children. With my family, friends, people that I'm connected to, and you that pray for me that I don't know about. D.L. Moody. (coughs) Pardon me. D.L. Moody. He was great because of a woman who attended every one of the time, uh, one of the meetings, every meeting that he spoke at. She attended those meetings and would intercede for him. This is the story. When she died, Moody stopped evangelizing. It wasn't him. It was the intercession of a sister because she knew the call on his life and she was able to intercede for him. The only reason that I am successful, yes, my prayers, they they, they keep me in a direction. They enable me. They and the prayers of a, a close group of friends and family. Yes, I am able to move forward. But with your prayers also, God is doing God is able to do even more. If there's a little bit of rain, there the streams are going to be there's going to be a, a, a small amount of water down the streams. With a little rain, there the streams will flow. The streams will be a blessing to everything down down below. But with great prayer, there will be greater there will be rivers. And it's prayer. And what God has called me to do, it's prayer. Your prayers. And and God knows that I am fully aware of the fact that yes, I have been gifted to do certain things. Yes, I have been called. I have been ordained to do certain things and I will do these things. I have done these things. But I am fully aware that it is through the prayer of God's people that keeps me established and my roots go deeper and the insight I get is greater as God desires to uh, reveal to me His plan. And this is because the objective of God is to have... He is... And, and with your through your prayers, you are entitled to the very, very best. And that is my objective, is to give God's children... The very, very best. The very best that a minister and a, a, a man in a prophetic office, the very best that that individual can do, his very best is actually this. My people perish for lack of vision. Without a vision, the people are unrestrained. The purpose of my ministry is to give you vision. That is the most powerful thing of an individual's ministry, is to be able to give God's children vision. Pastors, true pastors called by God, preaching the gospel, 
and opening the eyes of the people that are listening to the fact that there is a living God who is alive and who will forgive sins, who has the power to forgive sins and to wash those sins away. That type of vision is how you came to Christ. It's where your walk with God, your visit with God, your relationship with God began through vision. And it's through revelation that God takes the army of God and shows them what is coming. Shows them where they are. Shows them where they need to be and how to get there. America, American, this American church in this country is apostate, is far from God. And the Christians that go to church throughout the week, yes, that's wonderful. But it takes more of that. It, it, it's not just a matter of attendance. It is a matter of having a reality every day that every day we are moving the kingdom of heaven forward. Every day this kingdom is growing. I see it growing. You may not. I see in the body of Christ, I see the, a dead church. You can look at the fields at the end of the winter, dead. But you go by little creeks and the first thing to start to get life are the willows. The willows, they start to drink. After the hard, hard freezes have gone, the willows, oh, it's time to drink. And they start to drink. And the bark, their, their, their bark starts to change, gets, starts to get kind of orange. Uh-oh, the willows are waking up. This is what God is looking into His church. And He's looking to see who the children that are drinking the children that are drinking of His Spirit, the children that are praying, the children that are taking in the Holy Spirit. I see it. For the most part, the church in this country is apostate and dead. But there are the willows out there that are drinking. There are the willows out there that are alive. They're ready to start putting forth their blossoms. They're ready. I see it. And this is, great, bring, is bringing great fear to the kingdom of darkness. This is bringing great fear to the satanic churches internationally. Because they know that the Spirit of God is reaching an army that is being mustered for this time, for right now, a, a, an assembly that is being mustered to take to, to go into the future and to present God to the world like the world has never seen. It will be kind of an, a replay of the book of Acts, but on a much, much greater scale. And Satan knows that it cannot be stopped. Satan is watching the willows drink, is watching God's call and his mustering, his numbering, his army. He, as, as God, he is Yahweh Sabaoth. He's the Lord of hosts. When the Lord of hosts begins to speak to his army, 
When he calls them to attention, they begin to respond immediately. You don't sit and lounge while you're on the ground or whatever, doing whatever. When you're called to attention, you snap to it. This is what the churches of God in this country have never learned to do. When God calls, they don't snap to attention. They're casual with God. God is like uh, Bubba. Slap him, you know, he, he's, a, he, he's a friend you go out and have barbecue with. No, he's God. I hear pastors who talk about Jesus having a hard day. And Lord, I want to comfort you. I, I heard this pastor saying that, Lord, I'm going to spend the day just comforting you and being with you because I know you're having a hard day. This is sheer heresy. This person is going to be removed from his position. You, you think God is, is like uh, Bubba? Like just one of the old boy, good old boys? Just a friend? Somebody that you sit and play video games with? He's God. He's God. He needs to be feared. And this is what, in America, the churches of God do not fear. The, the people of God do not fear God. They don't think, that, well, God would never punish me because, you know, I'm his child. He hasn't called me to wrath. You're absolutely right. You haven't been called to wrath. But you have been told you are going to suffer persecution. You have been told that if that you're going to suffer, that you're going to be despised. Oh, don't talk about that. Dear God, don't let the pastors talk about that to their congregations. And the people who sit in these congregations with these type of pastors and these type of men... They also are guilty. They are aiding and abetting criminality. The highest kind of criminal activity is to allow pastors and men who call themselves men of God to teach doctrine that is false theology, false theology, and false eschatology. And to give the children of God vomit, meaning whatever comes out of their mouth is vomit. I've talked about this in the past. Whatever comes out of their mouth is just sheer vomit. There's nothing healthy in it. There's nothing to strengthen the children of God. There's no warning. We're at the end of the world. We're in the last decade. Satan is moving his attack upon mankind forward. And the Christians, well, we have time. No, we don't have time. Going back to the, my point initially when I began, Isaiah 28, 22. The last half of the tribulation Therefore, do not mock, do not be mockers of God, lest your hands, your bands be made strong, lest you gather together, all of you, groups of people, 
to resist to resist what God is going to do. And you strengthen yourselves to resist God's will. I have heard from the Lord, from Yahweh Sabaoth, the Lord of hosts, a consumption even determined upon the whole earth. Something is coming. We've got to prepare for it. Out of the Hebrew, consumption is the H3617. Completion. This consumption means completion. It means termination. It means a full end. Complete destruction. Consummation. Annihilation. Utterly consumed. Full, utter, end, riddance. Extinction. What is this all about? Extinction. A full, complete termination. A full end. Complete destruction. Annihilation. Why would God talk like this? Why would He present this in this way in Isaiah 28, 22? Because there has to be an end to many, many things that are not God's kingdom. In other words, the world at the end, it's what's coming, is going to be full of Satanism, witchcraft, and before that judgment comes on them, God is going to bring judgment upon His churches. So in the churches, there's going to be an end. There's going to be an extinction of things within the body of Christ. And one thing is going to become extinct and is going to come to an end is, is everything that vexes the Holy Spirit. And what is that? Lukewarm Christians. Christians who are playing games with God. This is going to happen before the Great Tribulation. This is what's coming to God's churches. God is coming in the world. God looks at the world, the societies, mankind, in three separate ways, or, or in this way. There are three separate corporate peoples. There are the non-believers, the Gentile peoples of the world. Firstly, then there are the, the household of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the Jewish people. Secondly, it's a corporate group, a family. Thirdly, the body of Christ. And in the body of Christ, you have the unbeliever and the Jew who meet Messiah. We're going to be back. Rick Rodriguez, this concludes at almost the first hour. It is not because men have made laws that life, liberty, and property exist. On the contrary, it is because life, liberty, and property existed beforehand that men made laws in the first place. What then is law? It is the collective organization of the individual right 
to lawful defense and punishing injustice. Frederick Bastiat, the law. I like guns. I like guns. The P.E. Gun Show, July 16th and 17th, is at the new 90,000-square-foot Premier Events Expo Center at the Greeley Mall. This show features daily firearm drawings, CCW classes, food all weekend, and thousands of Second Amendment patriots. Buy, sell, or trade. This show's a great way to spend the day. For info, see P.E.Shows.com. That's P.E.Shows.com. See you at the show. Guns. I like guns. A lot of radio stations boast about having two, three, four, five hundred thousand listeners. But what they don't tell you is the average listener only listens for four minutes. A song plays they don't like, same old boring commentary, or worse yet, as soon as the commercial starts playing, they change the station. Here at 1360 KHNC, our listeners listen longer, a lot longer. We have one of the longest time spent listening in the industry. That means our listeners don't change the dial when the commercial starts playing because they don't want to miss what our hosts have to say next. Advertise with 1360 KHNC and have your message be heard. Call us at 970-587-5003. We also have the best rates in Colorado. 970-587-5003 or 1360KHNC.com. Hey folks, the Rev here. When the economy collapses, so will society. Martial law will rule, but the protectors will become the looters and thieves. The future will be merciless. Prepare yourself now. Join the Rev for the best urban survival training available today. Call KHNC 970-587-5003 to reserve a seat now. That's 970-587-5003. Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com. This concludes Hour 1 and Hour 2 coming in about 10 minutes or 12, 14 minutes. But anyhow, before that, to finish out, there is a consumption coming upon the world. There's going to be an end, a completion, a termination, a full end, complete destruction, annihilation, utterly consumed. Something's going to happen. A full, utter, and a riddance an extinction and I'm going to tell you what I'm talking about in America 
these mega churches and the nonsense, partial nonsense that has occurred from the time of the Jesus movement, the end of the Jesus movement. This is this, all this madness and nonsense, a lot of it nonsense, is going to become extinct. Christ is not going to put up with it anymore. And this is the purpose of the first half of the tribulation, to put an end, to begin the, to begin the judgment on the churches of God in this country. I'm going to tell you, this nonsense by these, these big ministries and these men that are so-called the great men of God, it's going to be, it's going to come to an end. God is not going to put up with it anymore because this works against his kingdom. Within his kingdom, you have an enemy, the enemy of organized religion, assumed religion, a pseudo-religion that is full of witchcraft, that is full of spirits that have taken over many of these people, that has empowered them to lead God's children into idolatry. A lot of this is idolatry. It is not the Holy Spirit. It is the power of the soul. It is the power of witchcraft. And the Holy Spirit, the examples in the Old Testament would be in Ezekiel. When Ezekiel in chapter 8, 9, 10, and 11 the Lord revealed to him all the corruption that was taking place in Israel, in Jerusalem, in the temple, with the priests, with the leaders of the city, and with the women, religious women who would weep for Tammuz, who would weep for when things of the devil came to an end, they would weep, and they would face the sun and worship. Okay. We'll be back for hour two, 1360KHNC.com for podcasts for the Olive Tree and Last Stand Ministry. Rick Rodriguez, I will be back. By now, you know how good CBD can be for you. But here's some things CBD can't help you with. Those annoying calls about your car's warranty expiring. Gay frogs or racist cows. Climate coaches or that undying devotion to Alex Jones. This has been a friendly reminder from your friends at 1360 KHNC, the Roar of the Rockies. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Jim Williams. Northern Colorado folks in Larimer County are already starting to clean up and repair their communities after Friday night's flooding along the Cameron Peak fire burn scar. Local officials say many homes in flood-prone areas of Larimer were saved from even more severe damage because sandbags and other measures property owners had installed since the fire actually held up. Roosevelt National Forest is now temporarily closed due to the flooding. The U.S. Forest Service assessing damage in the region and helping the county out with its recovery. Unfortunately, a 37-year-old mom and her 12-year-old daughter have been identified as the two people People swept away to their deaths in their RV at Buckhorn Creek. Their names haven't yet been made public.
There was a big western slope arrest at the end of the week in normally peaceful Glenwood Springs. That's where 44-year-old Craig Robbins got violent as he was being evicted from a house late Thursday morning. Robbins took a woman hostage for a time, and when local police arrived, he started shooting at them with a large-caliber weapon. One officer reported a couple bullets went through his car and narrowly missed him. Other bullets were collected, having gone through nearby houses, one ending up in the bed of a child. Another mom and child were barely missed in a local park. After a standoff of about two hours, Robbins surrendered and was arrested. Police found multiple handguns, a shoulder-fired weapon, and more than a thousand rounds of ammunition in the place he was evicted from. He's jailed on at least three counts of attempted murder and other crimes. The entire police force in Springfield, about as far southeastern Colorado as you can get before hitting Oklahoma, resigned this past week. There had only been the chief and two officers keeping an eye on the quiet community of about 1,300 people in Baca County, but now many locals are worried. The chief stepped down for personal reasons about the same time the two cops got other jobs. Now the county sheriff's stepping in to reassure locals that things will be okay. The sheriff's issued a statement almost daring criminals to try anything in Springfield, pledging that his deputies will be there in force, assuring the citizens they'll take care of the community until new police are recruited there. In sports, the Rockies won their fifth game in a row on Star Wars Day, using the force to subdue the Pittsburgh Pirates Saturday 2 to nothing. Rookie pitcher Jose Urania gave up no earned runs, only five hits in six innings. He struck out four. Chris Bryant was three for three at the plate, and the series wraps up this afternoon. Jim Williams, Rocky Mountain News Network. If you want to update your home, it's time to consider a cash-out refinance from American Financing so you can fund renovations, upgrades, whatever you need. It's a no-pressure lending experience that's focused on you, and they never charge upfront fees. If you start soon, you could skip two payments and make close in as fast as 10 days. 303-695-7000 or visit AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. The Biden administration just resumed oil and gas leasing on public lands in Colorado. For too long, oil and gas companies have profited while Colorado's public lands, health, waters, wildlife, and our climate have paid the price. But now, thanks to Biden, oil companies will be required to pay a fair rate to drill. That's progress. But it isn't enough. President Biden and Secretary Holland reform oil and gas leasing now. Paid for by the Coalition for Oil and Gas Reform. When dealing with a worldwide pandemic, remember to avoid, distance, and alienate yourself from friends, family, and neighbors. That way, when the crisis is over, no one will ask you to help them move, to borrow money, or bother you for a cup of sugar ever again. After all, who needs community anyway? This has been a public service announcement. Have a lonely, I mean lovely day. Insurance. Nobody likes buying it, but everyone needs it. The problem with insurance is if you don't need it, the money is simply gone. Car insurance costs hundreds of dollars a month, and if you don't get into an accident, which most people don't, the money is simply gone. Health insurance costs hundreds and hundreds of dollars a month, and unless you have a significant health issue, the money is simply gone month after month, year after year. When it comes to life insurance, all companies provide low-cost term insurance for people that acts just like car and health insurance. If you don't need it, the money is gone. At Northwestern Mutual, one of the reasons why we are ranked as the best insurance company in the United States is we offer a variety of low-cost, blended plans that actually allow you to build wealth in the most likely event that you do not need to collect on your life insurance. Finally, an insurance plan that doesn't take your money and can actually build your wealth. To find out more, call me, Joey Jaquin, at 602-909-9048. Again, that's 602-909-9048. Warning! Warning! The person calling you has to... 
Yes. The person calling you is infected with the coronavirus. Do not pick up. The virus is airborne and will travel through the ether wirelessly from phone to phone, thus infecting your phone. Save yourself and others around you. You will die if you answer this call. Do not pick up or you will be infected with the coronavirus. Welcome to Hour 2 of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. In the first hour, I uh, presented the word consumption, which is in the Bible five times in the King James. And Isaiah 28, 22 is the final time that it is mentioned in the Great Tribulation pertaining to that period of time, the Great Tribulation. I have uh, been talking about, before that Great Tribulation, the first half of the Tribulation is when God is going to begin to put an end to things that offend in His kingdom. And one of the things that offend in His kingdom is the craziness, the nonsense that has happened in, in the churches in America since the end of the baby boom generation. And that is mega churches. Churches that have great assemblies that appear to be a move of God, ordained of God, blessed of God, but has produced, has kept the children of God on the nipple. They've kept the children of God at babes. They have not built an army they have not done anything to move expand the kingdom of God they have done everything to expand their size and the extravagance this is an abomination to the Lord and everyone is afraid to address it everyone is afraid to mention it they don't want to talk about it but the Bible talks about it. God talks about it. And He's very clear. It will be a, a movement full of false prophets, false teachers, pastors who don't have any, that, that are, are void of uh, a discretion. And the pastors of the land are afraid to talk uh, talk about it because it can cost them. Uh, it won't cost me anything. I am not a mega church. I don't have a. I I don't have uh, all I have is uh, what do I have? I don't even know what I have. All I do know is I believe I have the truth and I do have insight 
as the Holy Spirit has given me insight. And for years I have wondered, Holy Spirit, Lord Jesus, how are you going to bring punishment and judgment? How are you going to end this nonsense in the body of Christ? This great, this great, supposedly a great body of believers, a great family of God that is crippled, that is diseased, that is blind. What, Lord? Here, you have a great, the, the, the army, your army, your almighty army on the earth, and your word has come to pass. It is apostate. But in that apostasy, within that assembly, there is an army. There is a faithful army. A faithful group of people. And in this word consumption, mentioned five times in the Bible, the fourth time it is mentioned, it is mentioned before the, the, the fifth time which God will bring a completion, a termination in the, in the Great Tribulation, a full end, complete destruction, consummation, annihilation, something utterly consumed, a full, utter, and, and a riddance, and to the point of extinction. That takes place in the, and that is, that is the most negative way, that, that the consumption, it is, it is used in the most negative way ever, of any word in a sense in the Bible, to a great degree. But prior to that, in Isaiah 10, 10, verse 23, uses consumption in a different, completely different manner, in the opposite. One time, one time it's used this way. Isaiah 10, 23, For Yahweh Sabaoth, or the Lord of hosts, shall make a consumption, something determined, demanded, commanded, in the midst of all of the land. And he's talking about Israel. But I will say it will be in the body of Christ. One thing. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, yes, verse 20, that's verse 23. I'm sorry, I want to go to uh, Isaiah 20, 10, 22. Boy, I better be careful here. I'll look at my notes rather than just go crazy. Okay. In verse 22 and 23 are tied together. For though the people of Israel be as the sand of the sea, yet a remnant of them shall return. Yet a remnant of them shall return. Just a remnant. Yet a remnant of them will return. The consumption decreed shall overflow with righteousness. So there is going to be a consumption of righteousness. And in the body of Christ, to those that are being mustered to the great army here at the end of the world, there is going to be 
a consumption of righteousness. There will be in the body of Christ those who will be righteous. In Revelation chapter 14, concerning the virgins, it says, These are they that follow the Lamb whithersoever he goeth. These are the ones who will be righteous. Also in Daniel chapter 12, it says, And they that lead the many to righteousness shall shine as the stars of heaven. So there is going to be, at the end of the world, righteousness. And in Ezekiel, Ezekiel says, He that is righteous, let him be righteous still. He that is unrighteous, let him be unrighteous still. So there are going to be those that will be righteous. Now, I'll read uh, in verse 21 of Isaiah 10. There's going to be a remnant that is going to return. And it's talking about Israel at the end of the world. There's going to be that. But the, the picture is Israel. The reality is the body of Christ. The children of Israel are the elect of God. The people in the body of Christ are the born-again children of God who have Christ in them. Verse 20, It shall come to pass in that day that a remnant of Israel, as such as are escaped out of the house of Jacob, shall no more again stay upon him that smote them, but shall stay upon the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, in truth. The remnant shall return, even the remnant of Jacob, unto the mighty God. Even in this apostate church, there are going to be those who return to the mighty God. This is the hope. They're being mustered, and they're going to return to God. Even in these assemblies that are full of chaos and vanity, there are going to be those that God has his hand on, just like in Saul's army. Saul, his, his servants, his army, his men were, were loyal to him. But there were all those in the army of Saul, his own son, Jonathan, who realized David was to be king, even though Solomon, I'm sorry, even though Samuel, his father, was king, he was going to be the heir of that kingdom. But Jonathan knew, no, my father is not the true king of Israel. David will be king. And even in these assemblies, in these mega churches, they're following these little kings who really have no power at all. They're nothing. They're just big names who have power and influence. They're going to become extinct. But in these assemblies, there are those who truly do want to serve the one true king. And the king that I'm talking about, every knee is going to bow to him. Every tongue is going to confess to him that he is Lord. 
And even these people, the Christians, need to repent. They need to repent for being deceived. They need to repent. And I mean literally repent. And ask God to forgive them for being deceived. For allowing them to be deceived. For not looking at the word. For not studying. For not having discernment. Because of the deception, many people in these churches are afflicted physically because of sicknesses. They're afflicted in the soul because of demons. You worship anything, and the demons behind whatever you worship is going to catch you. But there are going to be those that are going to repent. The remnant called by God, shall return, even the remnant of Jacob, unto the mighty God. For though the people of Israel be as the sand of the sea, yet a remnant of them shall return. And this is the case in the body of Christ. There's only going to be a remnant that is going to return to the reality of all that God is and to the reality of His kingdom. The, the, the consumption demanded decreed has been sent forth, shall overflow with righteousness. This is the prophets of the land. Now I'm going to I'm going to take a sidestep. The prophets of this land and these men who call themselves apostles of this land. Two requirements. And these requirements are very demanding. They are very demanding on the soul of an individual. Holiness and righteousness. John said in Revelation 18 that there's a persecution coming to the holy apostles and holy prophets of God. Holy. And I look at these men and if there is deceit in their heart and their motives in their heart for gain, for prominence, for the flesh, for their soul, for their vanity, they're not holy. They're not righteous. This is a requirement of those in this coming battle. The people that are going to, there are going to be prophets, ordained of God prophets called by God prophets, positioned by God as He desires, not as they desire. The requirement is going to be demanding. They must be holy. They must be righteous. They must be righteous in the affairs of man, in conduct, and look at all of the conduct of these men in the mega churches that have been exposed here in the last 10 years. Recently, this Ravi Zacharias, after he's dead, and I got a feeling that God brought a punishment on him because the guy was so cunning, he wasn't going to get caught. But then, after his death, then his oldest daughter admits, yes, my father was unrighteous. Yes, there was sex the allegations were true. These men, who 
Do they think that they are, I, I even hate to say they're employed by God. Most of them, I believe, are not even, have not give, been given direction from God to do what they do. But because they're gifted, they just start ministries and they're successful. Even Job mentions that the wicked, it just seems like they prosper and prosper and prosper. And they can't be stopped. And these men in ministry seems like it, it all seems like it's God. But I've looked at it and I've studied it and I've looked at the fruit of it. And I think, no, it's either the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye or the will or, or the uh, lust of the eye, the flesh or the pride of life with these men. And I have another way to phrase it. They're not called by the will of God, but they're called by the will of man, by the will of blood, and by the will of the flesh. Many, many, many of them. So you have, here in the last decade, and more recently, these men having to step down. They've been exposed. Why? Because they're unrighteous. Did they think that God is going to let them go forever? And not be found out. And we think that well. It just accidentally happened. No. It did not just accidentally happen. This was almighty God. Intricately. Moving things. So these people get caught. In their evil. The requirements of righteousness and holiness are upon every one of you also. Not just upon these men that are going to be in these positions ordained by God. It's upon every child of God. There has to be this matter of righteousness, uprightness with your fellow man next to you. Then there has to be, which even more difficult in a sense, the righteousness between you and keeping yourself in a righteous state before God himself. That's just righteousness. Then there's a matter of holiness. The requirements of righteousness and holiness are, are, are very hard to explain without going into hours of in-depth understanding. It's just a matter of righteousness. We are born with a righteous requirement upon our lives. We have been born to be destroyed because of the righteous requirements of an almighty holy God. We're born into sin and there is a requirement of death. The penalty has already been established the minute you're born. It has been established. The punishment is death. Every human being, the second they're born, the punishment on their life is death in the future because of the righteous, the, the righteous uh, demands of a holy God. This is why God sent His Son to be the propitiation, to be the one who stands in the place of what we should receive, he has already received. 
We should receive the punishment, but he received it 2,000 years ago. The righteous requirements of the law he fulfilled. And the, the punishment that we should receive, it was already put upon him. Then there's a matter of holiness. Every day we have to wash our garments because of sin. Through the blood of Jesus Christ, we can stay clean and spotless and sanctified. And when you're sanctified, you're holy. When we begin to pray, the blood of Jesus Christ is in the Spirit. When we begin to pray, the blood washes us as we come before a holy God because the blood is in the Spirit. And God sees, when we are in the Spirit, God sees the Spirit of His Son upon us as we pray, and He sees the blood in the Spirit. And this gives the entrance, this opens the way so that we can become come before God and petition Him and make our requests and come to worship Him and come to have fellowship with Him. We're accepted because of the blood that is in the Spirit. This is why we must worship in spirit. We don't worship in the soul. We don't worship in the flesh. There's a consumption coming upon these ministries. And I, w- I, had, I, I was always I, I was thinking, how, Lord Jesus, how, how, when is this going to end? How is this going to end? And then the Lord took me to Isaiah, studying Isaiah chapter 28. When Israel signs a covenant with death and hell, with Antichrist, and the consumption. To you pastors out there, in these mega churches, Antichrist is God's tool that's going to be used on you. Antichrist is the tool God is going to use on an apostate church. And to this audience, this Antichrist, he has three duties. Not just a duty. He has three duties. This is a, we don't like to see it, see it as a servant of God. But as a prophet, I see how God sees this person. I see him as the tool of God, as the way in which God is going to punish the non-believers, Israel, and the church of God. These three corporate peoples. This is the tool God is going to use to bring punishment upon an apostate church. God demands that His children serve Him. He demands that His children uh, separate themselves from idolatry. You that have great wealth, be careful. It opens doors to idolatry. You who are poor, be careful. It can open doors to idolatry, to devil worship. One of the reasons Muhammad... Uh, became what he is is because he was so poor. It was a way for him to start a religion to make money. 
because he was poor. This person, this individual, is going to be used by God to destroy the nations that hate God. Can you believe that? It's in Jeremiah chapter 51. Antichrist is going to be used by God to punish the nations. And in the nations are Satan worshipers. God is going to use the Antichrist who worships Satan to punish the children in the world that worship Satan. Isn't that funny how that works? Like the black widow mating and then killing the partner. Then God is going to use Antichrist to punish the apostate nation of Israel, the children of Israel. They're far from God. They need to return to God. They need to repent and return to God. They need to pray to their God of heaven. Many of the Jewish people, it is, it is prophesied, they will not meet their Messiah. But we are to preach the gospel to them because in the 12 children, the tribes of Israel, there are those who are to come to Messiah that are to receive the Messiah in this age. We are to preach to them. And the churches that don't preach the gospel to them, these churches uh, are very, very errant. They want to support with money, but they don't want to preach Messiah to those who need their Messiah. Rick Rodriguez will be back in just a second. Podcast 1360, khnc.com. Hi, everybody. Glenn Tate, co-host of Prepping 2.0. Shelby Gallagher here. Join us Saturdays at 9 a.m. Right here on 1360 KHNC. Where we bring you great ideas to take your preps to the next level. Hi, my name is Vince with Serenity Painting and Decorating. Since 2010, painting residential and commercial locations. For a free estimate, please call Vince Rivera at 970-978-9565. Please ask about our free window cleaning after paint service. Again, 970-978-9565. You want to try something different for your students? Come join me at Civica Career and Collegiate Academy in Millican. We're a tuition-free charter school enrolling for next year for grades 6 through 10. We have a firm foundation. We stand for the pledge. Our students are in uniforms. We stick to core curriculum, and we'll get them ready for the world. Enroll today at civicaco.org or call us at 970-614-5521 for a private tour. Tejibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit TeheboTeaClub.com. Tehebo is spelled T like Tom, A-H-E-E-B like boy, O, then continue with the word T and then the word club. 
The complete website is TehuboTeaClub.com or call us at 818-610-8088, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-610-8088, TehuboTeaClub.com. The Federal Reserve is in control of our money, but lately control is the last word you would use to describe the Fed. Emergency rate cuts, huge increases in their balance sheet, the constant blowing of bubbles and boom and bust cycles that just leave most of us busted. I'm Joe Jaquin, owner of the Patriot Trading Group, and we have been protecting people's wealth for almost 25 years. Stop playing the Fed's game and get your wealth protected. Call us at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. Be careful when you're dealing with a conspiracy theorist. You may end up with a whole lot more truth than you're used to handling. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus walked. Oh, when he walked. When Jesus walked. When Jesus walked. Watch my sins away. So there is a consumption of righteousness coming upon the body of Christ. A consumption of righteousness. There has to be. Because a righteous God is going to have a people that are going to represent Him in a righteous manner, in a holy manner, in a powerful manner. He is going to... He has to be honored in a proper way. He must be presented to the world in a proper way. If a God who has children that are unruly, if this God allows these children to be unruly, what kind of testimony is that to an unrighteous world, to an unruly world? Oh, well, God's children are no different than we are. They're out of control. They're a mess. You look at the body of Christ today. Do you think the children of the world look at, at the church as being holy? There's a religious element to every human being, and they think, well, you know, we have to kind of give God some reverence, and well, God's children are dysfunctional, straight, outright dysfunctional. The children of the world, they are aware, fully aware of the hypocrisy of the leaders of the churches in America, and I'm going to talk only about the evangelical churches. They look at these mega ministries. They look at the nonsense. They look at, and I had to present it this way. I look at what happens with all you maybe who are going to listen to this program that have been in the Pentecostal churches. I'm going to tell you what John Arnott said about the Toronto Blessing. You may not like it. They asked him if everything that took place in the Toronto churches was holy. And he said, no. No. And you Christians that are in the Pentecostal churches, you have to admit a lot that that takes place in your assemblies is sheer craziness 
and nonsense. There are, and it's, it's a shame that there has to be a blend of true miracles and worship. I've been in Pentecostal churches in Denver. Jonathan Hansen came to Denver back in the 90s or 80s. Yeah, late, late 90s actually. He ministers out of Washington State. He's a prophet. Goes all over the world. And I went to the meetings that were held for him. These were absolutely holy. There was no craziness. There was no nonsense. There was order. There were true miracles that took place. There was true ministry. But then you had the others. And I'd been in another the night that I was baptized with the Holy Spirit. The man that was conducting the meetings, Del Franklin in Longmont and Victory Church. There was no, this man was pure. This man was holy. This man enjoyed his calling. His calling in his life was everything to him. Nothing was more important to him than his calling. His ministering was pure. He didn't do it for money. And he laid hands on me. And I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And the Spirit that I received was a holy, righteous anointing. <coughs> Excuse me. But then I've seen nonsense. In the Toronto Blessing. The, the, what they call Toronto Blessing. And the Pensacola. And out in California. Bill Johnson. I'll mention him. This is craziness. A lot of it is absolutely unholy, unrighteous. Am I judging? I don't need to judge. The word of God and the conduct is the judge. The theology and the practice. That becomes the judge and jury. But I have to have discernment. I have to look and I have to think, okay, wait a minute now. Is this the Holy Spirit or is this another spirit? I will tell you, it is another spirit. There's a lot of, of, of deception. There's a deceiving spirit in a lot of that work. What about here in Colorado? What happened in southern Colorado with the move of God in southern Colorado years ago? Yes, it was allowed by God. It was designed by God. It was in southern Colorado by God. But eventually, contamination. I've talked about it. I saw the ego. I saw the ego with the women involved. With the men. The competition. Competition. I saw how that moved down there. Every time the Holy Spirit would try to do something... It was stymied. It was stopped. It was meddled with. One thing a good, a good pastor, a godly pastor will not do. He will not meddle with the moving of the Holy Spirit. I have seen so many pastors that I know personally. The Holy Spirit starts to move and they begin to try to direct it. And that's what happened in southern Colorado. And I prophesied about that move that it was over. I talked about that on this program. And I talked about it 
while I had my ministry, the present truth ministry or the present truth radio program on Sundays at KKVV in Las Vegas, Nevada. I talked about it and I prophesied from there about what happened in Colorado, in Colorado Springs. <coughs> Excuse me. And I gave the prophecy initially at Mel Johnson's All Nations Church in Fort Collins, Brother Mel, Brother Mel's Barbecue, about John Stalker. I was with Brother Mel one afternoon. He was preparing dinner for the evening. He was barbecuing out back and making baked beans and potato salad. And I was helping him when we were just visiting. And out of nowhere, I had in the back of my mind for quite a while, John Stalker, because John Stalker, his ministry here at Resurrection Fellowship was so powerful, prevalent, Great people. I have great, great friends that went there. Great, great friends. I've been been there many times to try to uh, as uh, under as a request of the Lord to go there and try to look into and understand the Pentec- the charismatic church movement, and that's where I went because he I heard that he said that he was going to have the biggest charismatic center teaching center in northern Colorado. It was true. It was a true true word. True prophecy. And because of that, because of his integrity, that's why I would go there. Because of his integrity. Because this man was holy. And the Lord spoke other things to me about him that I never mentioned. And they all were true. Some things I tell, uh, will disclose. Some things I won't disclose. But the Lord did tell one tell me one thing that he was willing to give his life for Christ and for his work. I think that spirit still is with him to this very day upon him. But with Mel, I tell Mel out of nowhere, I said, Mel, the move of God in southern Colorado. God is lifting his spirit off of it. I'm trying to think that the year was 2002. Mel, the Holy Spirit is going to, is lifted his spirit off of that work in southern Colorado, off of all those ministries, including Dobson. I said, and James Dobson is going to step down as pastor or as a leader of Focus on the Family. He's going to retire or step down. And all the other Assemblies down there, the move is no longer upon them. And then look what happens with Ted Haggard. He gets exposed. Drugs, sex, ego, ego, great ego, won't repent. He's offended, he's offended a holy God if he's even born again. His conduct would show me that he's not even born again. If I met him, I could ask him, and I could, I would know if he truly is a believer. But I don't know where he is. I don't know what he looks like even. But I said, the move in southern Colorado is over. And I said, also, Mel, John Stalker will step down as 
pastor of Resurrection Fellowship. And I'm out in Las Vegas, Nevada on the radio station. And the Lord begins to speak to me about what happened with Southern Colorado. And the Lord gave me the vision while I'm on the air, while I'm talking, just like I'm talking to you right now, I have a vision of what happened down in southern Colorado, though I never went down there to really understand it or see it. I heard about it, but I didn't pay attention to it. I didn't know much about it. Everything I knew about it came through the Holy Spirit. And I saw a rodeo scene where you have the arena and you have the guys on horses at the rope, the calf roping event. And you have the arena and one guy, one rider, one horse, one rider, one rope, one calf, chute opens, calf comes into the arena, the a cowboy ropes the calf and throws his hands up in the air and he's timed, a timed event. Well, in the spirit, I see four horses, four riders, four ropes in the arena. And you have to... You have to you have to stay back. I think there's a place where you have to stay back so far away from the gate. Well, all four horses are basically right upon the gate, just barely enough room for that gate to open up so that calf can get out into the arena. And the minute that gate opened, here comes four ropes. Four ropes, four riders off the horse, and everybody rushes to the calf, and then they start yelling, my rope is on the bottom. And they start going rope to rope to rope to rope to see whose rope was on the bottom first. And the Lord revealed to me, the interpretation was competition. The competition is so great. The other interpretation, they do not play the game fairly. It's one rider one rope, one horse in the arena, but here, four of them, all of them are fighting to be in their arena at the same time. There's no order. There's chaos. There's confusion. Then, who's the calf? The calf is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes out into a move so that he can, he has an objective. There is a purpose. There is a reason. He wants to establish something. But everybody has their hand on the Holy Spirit. And I looked at those four big ministries the Prophetic Center, C. Peter Wagner, looked at the IHOP people. There was Ted Haggard, there's James Dobson, there are a bunch of other assemblies down there that are all working together. And I see nothing but confusion and chaos. Then, I realize, oh, okay, then, it's unholy. Not knowing about Ted Haggard, 
Something about this is not un- this is just not holy. And the Holy Spirit has lifted his spirit off of it. And I telling us to Mel and I and Mel is just stirring, I think he was stirring a pot of, of baked beans or, or getting ready to put them in. And he's like, Okay, okay, um and I'm thinking, what in the world am I thinking? But I saw it clear as day when I gave him the prophecy. And there I am on a Sunday morning in Las Vegas. And I'm prophesying and the Lord is showing me exactly what happened. And then the Lord tells me something. Now, which I'm going to tell this audience right now. I've told you before. I'm going to tell you again. And the Lord said, my spirit has been lifted off of that move. And I am going to relocate it. I'm going to relocate that move. And before I tell you this, I'm going to I'm going to tell you something. When I tell you where it's going to be relocated to, the tendency is going to be, oh, oh, I am going to be part of it. No. I have to back up. Before I tell you where the Holy Spirit would re- relocate that move. Also, the Lord told me that what happened, these rodeo, these cowboys, they come from all over the country. Whenever there's an event, they come from all over. They come from uh, north, all over the country. And that pollutes the event. That brings chaos then he gave me uh, another vision this time I'm looking at a gold rush and the Lord told me with gold rushes my moves are like a gold rush whenever people hear of a move of God they're like these men who gold digging for gold they come from everywhere oh there's a gold rush and in the Sierra Nevadas. And here they come from all over the country. Or there's going to be. A, there's a gold rush in North Dakota. Or there's one in Southern California. Or there's a gold rush in Nevada. And all these prophetic people. They sense. When the move is going. Uh, uh, God is going to do something. They just have a, a sense. Because they're prophetic. And whenever they hear of a move of God. Boom. Here they come. And when James Dobson left California, the prophetic people knew there's a move of God in Colorado Springs because that's where Dobson's going to locate or relocate to. And here come all these prophetic ministries. And they all came. They're like gold diggers. And they come to the stream of God and like in a like when they were the gold rushers in California. You'd have so many people in these gold camps. You could, you didn't have ten feet between another, another person panning for gold, and the stream became polluted. You couldn't see anything. It just contaminated everything. They connect, contaminated the landscape. They contaminated the water. They ruined everything. Now that I have your attention, we're gonna go to a break. Podcast for Olive Tree Program today, 1360KHNC.com. We'll be back.
This is Crystal with Cruise Planners. We're a full-service travel agency located in Johnstown, Colorado. Give us a call at 970-578-9779 or visit our website at milehighcruiseplanners.com to start planning your next vacation today. By land, air, or sea, we get you there, and all you do is go enjoy. Again, that number is 970-578-9779. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs, 970-800-3693. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont. Or visit WarriorsRevolution.com. That's WarriorsRevolution.com. 1360KHMC.com has CBD products. Click on the shop button and get yours today. Just go to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. The CBD on our website is 99% pure, all natural, no pesticides, non-GMO, is grown organically right here in Colorado, and is 100% THC free. Oh, and did you know ours is the lowest price CBD anywhere in northern Colorado? For all your CBD needs, just log on to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. Do you own or run a small business and listen to 1360 KHMC? Do your customers have the same beliefs and ideas that you do? Then you should advertise with 1360 KHMC. Call 970-587-5003. Don't be unintelligent. Advertise with 1360 KHMC at 970-587-5003. Okay, uh, I'm going to have to continue this in, a, in the next hour, but I want to give out my contact information. This is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 
80502. And the podcast for this program and for my present truth program through the week from uh, Monday through Thursday from 2 to 3. The podcasts are 1360khnc.com. And tell your friends, for the you who are prophetic, who have prophetic gifting, who want to know the will of God for uh, this state, uh, you let them know. This is the program that they want to tune into because I'm giving you insight. I've talked about this before, but I feel now that it's time to be take my time and really present it to you and give you the... Presented to you the way that the Lord presented it to me. Because one of the most dangerous things to a move of God are prophetic people. If you're a prophetic person, you are a danger to a move of God. If you haven't been, you might say, tempered by the Holy Spirit, you're going to try to get your hands on it. The principle is this. Hold the Holy Spirit, like the game we used to play, Simon says. If you are not to be part of a move of God in this area, in Colorado, then you're in a dangerous place. If you, what happened in Southern Colorado, many people came from all over the country to be part of that prophetic move. And when they came, because they had put themselves in a position where they were not asked by God to come, Satan had right to their lives. Many divorces, families split, ministries ended, hardship. This is what happens when God's children, prophetic people, are out of place. You lose your protection. You're protected as you are directed by God to be in wherever you're to be part of uh, where He places you. If you decide to self-place in something that God did not allow you to do, and you're uh, then you're out of you're out of position, and you're going to be a target of the devil and the spirits. I'll talk more about this in the third hour. So you come back. This is Rick Rodriguez, the Olive Tree Ministry, and the podcasts are on 1360KHNC.com. They're archived there. You can go there anytime and listen. So remember today's program. 17th of July, 2022. July 17th, 2022. 1360 KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD, a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. 
Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Jim Williams. The flooding parts of northern Colorado saw this weekend can be traced back to one thing, the 100-day-long Cameron Peak wildfire of 2020. The biggest fire in state history scorched some 326 square miles and destroyed 224 homes. It also burned through Larimer County's Buckhorn and Crystal Mountain areas the same day it became the biggest fire ever in the state. Now, two years later, those places are experiencing the impact as deadly flash floods hit Crystal Mountain, Glenhaven, and Buckhorn on Friday. The water washed away roads and bridges, claimed the lives of a 37-year-old mother and her 12-year-old daughter. This weekend's now the second deadliest flash flooding along the Cameron Peak burn scar. Last July, four people died in floods in the Booter Canyon. In Summit County, local authorities were still looking last evening for a missing Lake Dillon paddleboarder after a sudden microburst thunderstorm Saturday afternoon. Witnesses told deputies the storm blew the man off his board and he'd had a life preserver with him, but the last they saw, he was not wearing it. Those officers admitted late last night they believe the man has drowned. State Parks and Wildlife and the Sheriff's Officer are using underwater drone cameras to search for his remains. Also on the western slope, Glenwood Springs resident Craig Robbins is in jail after firing more than 50 rounds at police and neighbors late Thursday morning. The 44-year-old's not going anywhere from his new housing in the Garfield County Jail, charged with three counts of attempted murder and multiple other crimes, all because he wouldn't peacefully leave the place he used to live when being evicted. Just after 11 Thursday, it turned into a standoff. Robbins fired on officers with at least one large-caliber gun, held a woman hostage at the same time. One person needed treatment for a gunshot wound. A couple shots went through a police car, narrowly missing an officer. Many others passed through nearby houses, one bullet lodging in a child's mattress. After some two hours, Robbins finally surrendered. In the place he was being evicted from, police found multiple handguns, a shoulder-fired weapon, and a thousand rounds of ammunition. In sports, the Rockies celebrated Star Wars Day at Coors Field Saturday. The force apparently with rookie pitcher Jose Urena. He made only his third Colorado start, but through six innings, gave up no earned runs and only five hits. The Rockies beat the Pirates two to nothing. Jim Williams, Rocky Mountain News Network. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Just three words tell you everything you need to know. They tell you why we employ more than 2,000 workers at our factory in Virginia Beach and why over 10,000 local steel dealers are putting battery power in the hands of Americans. Just three words. Made in America. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. The majority of steel products sold in America are made in America of U.S. and foreign materials. Batteries and chargers are sourced internationally. How would you like some free advertising? Free! 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 free. Call 970-587-5003. We will put your small business or local company on the half-empty cup of joe for the small business section of the show. Call 970-587-5003, and we'll get your business some free advertising today. Hi folks, I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farm, land, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. 
When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. Tactical Civics is a private member organization with the mission to glorify Jesus Christ and organize we the people to enforce the U.S. Constitution. From public school districts to Congress to the U.S. federal courts, those who are supposed to serve the American people now rule us. Tactical Civics focuses on training us to fight back. America needs you. Visit tacticalcivics.com. Again, tacticalcivics.com. And welcome to the third hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. And the uh, podcast for these programs are on 1360khnc.com for podcasts. Uh, Today's program, these three hours, are July 17th, 2022. I, in the first two hours, I, the first hour, I was talking about a consumption that is coming and, and an extinction to things that offend in the kingdom of heaven. In the second hour, I've been talking about a prophecy that uh, the Holy Spirit gave me, and I think it was 2002, at Brother Mel Johnson's uh, All Nations Church in Fort Collins. And it was a, pertaining to John Stalker. Uh, resigning as the pastor, retiring as a pastor of Resurrection Fellowship in Loveland, also of the move of God that had been taking place since about 1991 in southern Colorado, Colorado Springs, it had come to an end. (coughs) The Holy Spirit was uh, lifting His Spirit off of that uh, so-called... It was a move of God. There was something that was unique about it but all the ministries in that in southern colorado uh they because of competition because of pride it was also a move of uh, i didn't mention this in the second hour money was a big part of it once again finances it was not pure it was unholy uh, There were aspects to it that were unrighteous. As with what happened in Toronto and Pensacola and Bill uh, Bill Johnson out in California and Redding and other places throughout the country. And while I was, as I had begun in the second hour, to tell the audience that I was in Las Vegas in 2006... And I had mentioned one afternoon, I had a program, The Present Truth, from uh, noon to two. 
And I had mentioned what had happened in southern Colorado and the prophecy that I had, the Holy Spirit had given me. And Mel Johnson has documented it. So it's documented. And what, would ha- what happened in Colorado Springs? And I, in the last hour, was explaining uh, what happened down there. There were two, uh, while I was on the program on this particular Sunday, I have it documented also. The Lord gave me a vision of cowboys in an arena, the calf roping, and rather than one horse, one rider, one rope, you had four four riders, four horses, four ropes. The calf couldn't even get out of the chute, and uh, they were all off the horse, and the ropes were flying immediately. And then they began shouting, "My rope was first. My rope's on the bottom." And I realized, okay, it was a move. It was a comp- lot of competition. There was a lot of ego, and I did see this with the people involved in that out of Kansas City, the IHOP people, uh, the uh, prayer, that group, I think the same, uh, the uh, prophetic move, there was a ha- there was going to be unrighteous, there was going to be unrighteousness in it, which happened with Ted Haggard, who was the head of the uh, evangelical, even- Christian Evangelical Association, something like that. And then he uh, steps down in shame, it was all about ego. It was contaminated. It was not pure. It was not holy. It began that way. Then many ministries, and I was saying at the end of the hour, people who are prophetic, and there are many, many Christians that have prophetic abilities, wherever they hear of a move of God, they jump on it. They want to be part of it. They want to be the center of a move of God. But there are principles in the prophetic world that Christians, the immature... And the other thing, too, I forgot to mention about the move in southern Colorado. There was a great immaturity to it. They were seasoned to a degree, <coughs> but there was an immaturity. They, uh, The uh, people involved... They, uh, uh, they, they, there are rules in the prophetic world. There are rules. The prophets in the Old Testament were given areas where they were to minister. Jonah was a prophet sent specifically to an area. Elisha had a area that he took over part of his ministry was taken over part of Elijah's ministry Elijah's ministry was a very powerful ministry when he left his place when he uh, left his post it took three people to cover his ministry his sphere of influence and it took twelve people to cover Christ's sphere of influence twelve twelve apostles eventually in in an example there are principles that have to be followed well when in southern Colorado when this move began Dobson moves here in 1991 and 
prophetic people from all over the country, they descend upon Colorado Springs. The game, Simon says, it's a, it's in this, in the principles are exactly the same with the things of Christ. You have to be ordained and sent to certain uh, in ministry. And with prophetic people, all these people came. And because they had not been given permission by Christ to come, they come and they come with their self, with their flesh, with their soul power, and they destroy, they interfere with, they contaminate what God intended to do with focus on the family and the other ministries that were called to be there. There were those that were called to be there. But then those that were called to be there, the competition from within became the problem. The ego from within became a problem. The unholiness and the unrighteousness and the motives were not proper, were not pure. And so God lifted His Spirit off of it. The ministries that came that were not called, these people that were not called by God that came, there were divorces, families were ruined, uh, there were bankruptcies, uh, people were that, that were uh, godly, that were believers, they lost heart, and they basically left Christ. I'm glad they left ministry. They should never have been in ministry. But they should have stayed with Christ. They should have continued with Christ. So in that afternoon in Las Vegas, the Lord told me, now I'm going to tell you, uh, I'm going to go right back to what I was saying about people that are prospectors when they hear of a gold rush, they all come. Boom, they descend on an area. They pollute everything. They destroy the landscape. They, they, uh, there's chaos. There's uh, strife. There is unrighteousness. There's unholiness. There's just madness everywhere. The streams are polluted. The stream being the move of the Holy Spirit is contaminated. Like with Toronto. In that movement up there, there was witchcraft involved in that movement. There was witchcraft involved in the Pentecost uh, in the Pensacola. There's always witchcraft. You have to be careful when there are these outpourings of the Holy Spirit because Satanists will descend upon any move like that also with the intention of destroying it. The main objective of Satan is to destroy anything that God is planning to do. So, to the people that hear this, that are prophetic, you don't move unless the Holy Spirit moves you. If you hear of a move of God somewhere, and you think you're to be part of it, you better pray. You better ask the Holy Spirit, am I to be part of that move? There are moves everywhere. It's which move are you to be a part of? Each move is unique, different from another 
The moves are different. The example, the big example, is the baby boom generation. The move of the Holy Spirit during that time wasn't to old people. It wasn't to churches. It wasn't to uh, California. It wasn't to Florida. It wasn't to just Canada. That move of the Holy Spirit was directed specifically at baby boom generation children in America, Jewish and Gentile. It was specific to youth. Specific to God's intention was to catch Jewish people and bring them to their Messiah. And it was right here in America that that took place. It couldn't take place in Europe, South America, Africa, though there was a lot of ministry out there. The baby boom generation movement had a specific purpose to it. It was uh, specific to America, to an age group. And the purpose behind it was to teach the, these people, these children, these young people, the moving of the Holy Spirit, the sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. It wasn't initially to teach them doctrine or theology or eschatology. It was more centered on teaching them the anointing, the anointing that leads them to abide in Christ, the anointing that leads them to living in Christ and allowing Christ to live in them. Also the unction. It was a move where there's just a sense where the Holy Spirit is going to move you to truth. What kind of truth? Truth for each of them individually. Truth about their present, about their future. Truth about what they are being called to, what they have been called to. They've been called to Christ, to receive eternal life, and to become members of His body, to be servants, to be disciples, to carry out a commission. And the commission is to reach through these, just like Christ went to the young people in the area in which he uh, began his ministry. And it was the young people who had the energy to go out into the countrysides and through the whole surrounding area and turn the world upside down through these apostles, these young children. Well, the move was to take this young, energetic group of people, intelligent from all backgrounds, black and white and Indian and Oriental and educated and non-educated, uh, drug users, non-drug users, sex, caught in sex sins, caught in alcoholism, caught in the occult, totally immersed in, in witchcraft and all, who knows what kind of other evil and to take them out of that, bring them to Christ, and began the cleansing process to renew their minds and to uh, sanctify them, to begin to purify them because they were to go out into society and change society in a proper way. Presenting Christ to their parents, to their children, to their, to their brothers and sisters, to their families, to their, their neighbors, to the workplace, to affect music, to affect literature, to affect 
uh, every part of society, the government, everything. This is what happened in the book of Acts. This is what happened in America. That is the best example of the move of God. It was a pure, in a sense, uncontaminated move of God because it did not have hands all over it until later. I personally believe that the Holy Spirit poured himself out upon the baby boom generation children beginning in the year of 1960. I, from research and looking and understanding spiritual things and how the Holy Spirit is directing himself or his plan to a group of people, some say, well, it started in the late 60s and ended just, it was only a five-year period of time. Not enough time. It needed more time. It needs a 16-year period of time. I believe that it began with the baby boom generation children that were roughly 14 years of age in 1960 all the way to about 1976. I'm personally convinced it began with Jimmy with uh, uh, John F. Kennedy in 1960. And many, many Catholics, uh, elderly Catholics, they sensed something happening with that age group. And John Kennedy was an attraction to, to younger people. And I think that is when the Holy Spirit opened the heavens to the youth in America. And it was a 16-year period of time, and it ended with John F. Kennedy's half-brother, Jimmy Carter, 16 years later, and about 1976, that election. And that move was finished. Now God would, like a balloon, you fill up these big helium balloons and you spend time filling it, filling it, filling it. And what was this move being filled with? The knowledge and the moving and the way in which the Holy Spirit works with people, they were being imprinted. Those that were faithful, those that stayed with Christ, they were being imprinted to the, to the moving of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit led them out of their sick sex, their addictions. He led them out. He became real to them. He empowered them through being born again, through being baptized, through receiving the Holy Spirit. And like a balloon, then the balloon was uh, lifted. It went into the atmosphere to be carried to the present day in the direction that God hoped it would have been carried. But here's something that happened. Older thinking stated, you know, these young Christians, they need to be churched. And I'm trying to remember where I read that. There need to be a church movement. There needs to be, they need to be churched. They need to be brought into assemblies. There needs to be structure. There needs to be teachings, which is true. All of that is necessary. The factor that is unnecessary is control and manipulation. That is what kills everything. And then, in 1976, incrementally, then you had seeds being sown. Here you have a group of thousands and thousands of people 
and they can be harvested into an assembly, there's a profit in that. And men, many of these men who ends up with these big uh, mega ministries, big ministries, and most of them impure, these men, they see the profitability of having these young energetic people come into their assemblies. They see the potential. Financially, they see what they can, how they can benefit from all this. And then that, that is when I believe the seeds of great apostasy were sown. There's apostasy already. The terror, terrors are already in the field. But this really set things in motion. And then by the 80s, already the big ministries, the big mega ministries are beginning to, they're using media, they're using television, and they begin to develop. These are things that offend in the kingdom of heaven. You're not building an army that is able to go and fulfill the principle in Matthew 16. I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. That is the principle, the purpose of discipleship. That is what we're commissioned to do. We're to be a church that the gates of hell will not prevail against. The gates of hell have been prevailing against the evangelical churches in the United States. And Christ said that there would be apostasy. Paul, uh, Paul in Second Thessalonians chapter 2, there would be an apostasy, a great apostasy, a great falling away. It has occurred. It began really to gain momentum, I believe, in the mid-70s. And with each four-year jump, it continued to accelerate to the point where now you have a body of Christ in America that is so apostate, so dysfunctional in every way. Still, you have so many believers that are caught in the sins of the flesh and the sins of the soul, the pride of life, the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh. And we're not an army. We're, we're uh, lukewarm. In America, the Laodicean church in America, the evangelical churches in America, the, the word that, Christ, that, that John gave, that what John wrote down in Revelation chapter 3 about Laodicea, you say you are increased with goods, you say you need nothing, you have no need, but you don't know that you are blind, wretched, naked, miserable, and poor. This is the condition of the body of Christ in America. And now going back to the first hour, there is a consumption that is coming. And I'll read it again out of Isaiah 28, 22. This word consumption is used five times in the Bible in the King James. Only five times. Two times is positive. There's going to be a consumption, a great fire of righteousness, a great consuming of righteousness in this time in the body of Christ in America consuming a group of people that will be righteous they will be holy 
But in Isaiah 28, the last time it is used, it is used in a very, very negative way. But even in the negative way, there's a very positive end to it. Isaiah 28:22. Now therefore do not be mockers, lest your hands be made strong. For I have heard from the Lord, the God of hosts, a consumption that is determined even upon the whole earth. This is going to be not just to the body of Christ, but to the children of Israel in Israel and to the whole world. And here's the, neg- here's the negative. To the whole world, to every man, woman, and child, the beasts in the field. This consumption out of the strongs is a completion, a termination, a full end, complete destruction, consummation, annihilation, utterly consumed, full utterance, a full utter end, a riddance. And I look also in the spirit of extinction. There are things that God is going to do away with that cannot exist. They must end. Evil is going to be, there's going to be an end of this evil. There's going to be an end to these evildoers. There's going to be an end to things in the body in the body of Christ that offend. Uh, the, there's going to be an end to Israel's apostasy toward their God. There's going to be an end to the idolatry in the body of Christ and in Israel and in the world. God's going to put an end to all the powers of these spirits that empower these idols, whether it be money, whether it be uh, vehicles, I mean, anything can be anything that is physical can be an idol. There's going to be an end. All right. Now, with prophetic people. Oh, good. Uh, this gives me a second here to just scratch a few notes, and then we'll come back for the final 30 minutes of today's program. The Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry. Podcast1360KHNC.com Rick Rodriguez This is Rick Rodriguez. Christ said he would build his church and the gates of hell would not prevail against it. Join me on Sundays from 9 to noon for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program on 1360 AM KHNC. Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com. Kids, when making those cool motorcycle sounds when riding your bikes, don't use your baseball or even your Pokemon cards because they may be worth money someday. Instead, Use that embarrassing baby picture that your mom took of you in that ridiculous outfit. But when she finds out, you didn't hear that from us. Another friendly reminder from 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Always wear your helmet. 
Are you prepared for a power outage? Never be left in the dark again. Wagner Electric has proudly partnered with Generac to provide long-lasting generators for your home. We have standalone and portable generators in stock now. So give us a call for a free estimate at 970-800-3693. If you are constructing or upgrading your home, trust our expert electricians to take care of your home the first time. We offer services for anything from wiring an unfinished basement to wiring a newly built pole barn. Your electrical system is the heartbeat of your home. So don't risk it and give us a call today to get started at 970-800-3693 or visit us at wagnerelectricco.com. We are located off Highway 85 in Greeley at 1517 2nd Avenue. Wagner Electric sets the standard. Hi, I'm Anita McAllister, your senior specialist. Are you turning 65? Know someone who is? The best time to learn about Medicare is three months before you turn 65. Call me at 970-515-6882 to start planning. Don't make the mistake of waiting too long. There are specific enrollment periods. If you miss them, you may have to wait till next year. There are late enrollment penalties. The longer you wait, the bigger the penalties. Call me, 970-515-6882 today. Do you hate Disney as much as I do? Don't be a wokey. Listen to 1360 KHNC or go to 1360KHNC.com. We'll resume. Before we do, my contact information is, once again, Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. And the podcasts for this program and my program during the week, The Present Truth, from 2 to 3, uh, here on 1360KHNC.com for podcasts. While I was giving the prophecy uh, and the Lord when I was in Las Vegas, and I'm talking about the move in Southern Colorado, and, and uh, as I'm seeing what the Lord is showing me in these, in these two examples of the cowboy and the prospector analogy, the the uh, the prophetic people, if they're not tempered by the Holy Spirit, they can really interfere with what God wants to do in a certain uh, plan. They can be they can pick up a Jezebel spirit and just work against the things of God, believing that they're working for God and they're actually interfering with what God is trying to accomplish. And with the Jesus movement, God took 16 years, I believe, to accomplish something. 
And then uh, right after that, then the great apostasy began. But out of that time period, many of the individuals that continued with Christ and have continued to learn the moving of the Holy Spirit in their lives, they are very, they are very, uh, not, not only successful, but victorious through their, through their years in knowing the moving of the Holy Spirit and waiting, many are waiting for what God is intending to do next. Well, we are now at that next. What is God intending to do now? He is mustering an army. He is calling his people to come to sit and listen to his commands and to listen to what he has to say so that they can have an overview of what is coming in the future. I've been talking a little bit about that. The Then, while I'm giving this word in Las Vegas, and the Lord told me, the move is going to relocate. And I remember the Lord telling me, I have lifted that move in southern Colorado. And for like four years, I didn't know, okay, okay, you're going to move. Okay, you've lifted it, so what's the next step? And it was in that program the Lord said, now I'm going to relocate it. And with that, I thought, okay. And I told the audience, and the Holy Spirit is going to relocate the move in southern Colorado that was there to northern Colorado. And there will be the, the enemy of that move, what, what the, uh, religion will be the enemy, will be the tool that Satan uses against what I'm going to do in northern Colorado. So I will hide it. I have to hide it. I'm not going to let my prophetic people know what I'm doing because they will come from all over and they will try to build it into their image. They will attempt to uh, take it to direction that I don't want it to go. So I will protect my move from the religious people, from the prophetic people, until the right time. So the move is going to be in northern Colorado and it is going to be protected from religion. It's going to be protected from prophetic people. It has to be protected from the children of the devil, from the society. I don't like to say that when Christ, three, three things with Christ, there was the religious world, there was an occult aspect to his crucifixion, and then there was the way in which the powers of the government worked against the, 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 the worked against Christ on that during his ministry and also worked against the church during the uh, early times of the early church. Witchcraft was involved. These men that took up a pledge concerning the Apostle Paul that they would never eat until uh, never eat they would 
die. They would starve to death until Paul was dead. This is witchcraft. This was a this was a pledge to have him to kill him. So in northern so in northern Colorado is where the move will be. And it has to be protected. And the Holy Spirit told me years ago to don't say a whole lot. Don't don't say much about it to protect it. To protect it from prophetic people. I've been in touch with prophetic people here in northern Colorado. And just as the Holy Spirit had told me, uh, in a sense they can't be trusted. Because too full of ego. Too much pride. They have too many... Uh, it says the, count, the counsel of the Lord. That uh, There are many devices in a man's heart. The counsel of the Lord that will stand. People hear about a move in northern Colorado. And right away the mind. They go into visions. They go into all kinds of non-God thinking. God has to hide it from immature prophetic people. And until the people in this area can be a little more disciplined to wait and not to act. Everybody wants to act. Everybody wants to move. Everybody wants to get their hands in something. But God, that's not God's way. Elisha, he waited until the right time. He didn't do anything. He prepared until the day that Elisha, Elijah was taken up. And Elijah said to Elisha, If you see me when I'm taken up, you will receive the double portion that you have asked for. If you wait until you see whatever God shows you to wait for, then you will get the double portion. This is one of the principles with God's children that are holy and righteous. God gives them a double portion. A double portion of what? His spirit. And with that double portion, uh, he, they get a blessing. But you have to but we, we have to be in line with God's, with God's commands to us. I was telling a friend. Friday. She's a she's very prophetic, and I was telling her that God, He is our commander. We are those under His command. But many of God's uh, people that have been called into His army. They do not care to hear what the commander has to say. But in the time in which we're in, those who are taking, who are sitting and waiting to listen to what the commander has to say to them, these people will have anything and everything they need for what they are going to need for their future. They're waiting to hear what God has to say. 
they know that they're not the ones giving the commands. They're waiting for the commands. We're waiting for God to command us. Simon says, go here, go there. Simon says, sit still. The hardest thing is to sit still. You have to be disciplined to sit still and wait until you're given orders. And once you're given orders, then you have to be disciplined to carry out those orders. And those that in the principle of these righteous and holy, this remnant, they will be the recipients of the miracles of God that they need for their lives. We all need miracles. And some miracles take a while to come. Because God's not going to give us miracles until unless we're in line with Him. We, of all, at all, of all times, God's children are going to need to live by the miracles of God. And these people, and I, I'll tell you it as an example, I am telling you how I live. I wait for the Holy Spirit to direct me in as much in my life as I can. I used to just in the get get in the car and go out on a prayer drive. Well, now I still go on prayer drives, but I wait until I know that God has asked me to do that. Pretty much everything I do with these programs, I know one thing. I prepare, but I have to, as the Holy Spirit leads me, I, I feel that is the most difficult thing, is to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. But it is the most profitable. It is the most... Uh, Fruitful, profitable, it, it is the most uh, needed thing to follow the anointing. And before I tell you where this, holy, this spirit, is, this move is going to be in northern Colorado, I have to ask this audience, you need to pray that you don't decide to just take off on things. You need to learn to be disciplined. The spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet. Prophecies and the spirits will take you away. You'll, you'll like in southern Colorado, the move of the Holy Spirit will lift off of a move if the move uh, is not going to be profitable to God. And this move in northern Colorado is going to be very profitable to God. And this move in northern Colorado is tied into other prophecies that the Holy Spirit gave me concerning the state of Colorado. And here I have a dilemma. Do I continue with the prophecies of northern Colorado or do I give you a, a, another prophecy about Colorado as a, as a state? In 1998, I had just taken prophetic classes. And uh, I never didn't know anything about prophetic classes. Don't know what that's all about. But a friend paid there was a group, a husband and wife team in Denver that were going to have prophetic classes to teach people how to be more sensitive to the moving of the Holy Spirit and to work prophetically in their lives. Now, I didn't want to have anything to do with it. Because I thought, well, I don't know about this. 
But he told me a second time. I eh, no, 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 I don't think so. Then he told me a third time. And I should be just honest with you. It was uh, the Rick Joyner Ministries. They have prophetic uh, teams where they teach people how to work prophetically. And I am not a real... Rick Joyner is an individual. He, uh, I think he's, a, he's a, uh, as upright as you can be. His uh, motives, his, uh, he's just... I, I can't say anything really negative about him. Would I be part of his fellowship? Probably not. Are there some things that I would be... that I would not maybe agree with? Definitely. But overall, I can't say anything... Uh, a negative. But this brother and his wife, they had these School of the Spirits in Denver, which I did not want to attend. Finally, I see the friend a third time. And he says, well, you're going to go because I already paid for your classes for my wife and I. And I didn't want to do it, but the Lord told me, well, I want you to just go. So I went. The first day I went there and the brother began to present the prophetic side of uh, ministry. Well, he went verse by verse by verse, 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 verse. My background is fundamental Christianity. Doctrine, theology, doctrine, theology, uh, the Bible, doctrine, clear teachings. And I could not, I couldn't disagree with anything he said. He said the Paul the Apostle, the minute he received that vision from heaven, it was told him to go into a city, and in that city somebody would pray for him and gave him a prophecy that you're going to suffer much for the name of Christ. I can't disagree with that. And he went point, 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 point. Well, I thought, well, okay. The Lord said, I'm going to teach you you need to be sharp. You're not sharp. You're okay, but you need to be sharp. And this class is going to help you to be sharp prophetically. Well, we went through the next eight weeks, seven weeks. And at the end of that, it was very good. I was very more, I was much more sensitive to the prophetic things. Well, thank goodness we're done with the class. And the Lord told me, I want you to take it a second time. I said, well, Lord, you told me that if I took it, I'd get sharp. I want you to take it a second time. I want you to get sharper. So we took it a second time. Thank goodness we're done. Then at the end of that second time, he said, I want you to take it again. I said, what? He said, I said, she, I said Lord, you told me I'd get sharp, which I did. And then I got sharper. I definitely got sharper. He said, but I want you to take it a third time to teach it. Okay. So I took it a third time. And it has been the greatest, one of the greatest uh, 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 schoolings that I have had uh, as a in, in the prophetic world. Well, it was right at the end. This was in 1998. And I, I apologize. I don't think I'm going to get to finish this testimony of what happened in 1998 concerning... Uh, a word that the Lord had given me about Colorado. 
We're going to go to a break here. I'll tell you one thing quickly. In 1998, the Lord told me, many, many people are going to move to Colorado. Many, many people. Back then, it was about 33.2 million. Now, it's 7.5 million, roughly. It came to pass. As God spoke to me, it happened. Now, we're going to finish out. Stay tuned for just one more little segment, and we'll be done for this day. Hi, Chad here with Liberty Communications. Do you have an outdated phone system? Is your service with a large carrier that doesn't care about you? Are you sick and tired of waiting on hold only to be routed to a call center out of the country? Then you need our help. We answer our phones live and know our clients by name. Let us provide your company a no-charge phone and internet evaluation. Call 720-399-0233 or learn more at libertybts.com. Reasons to own gold. Reason number 725. The government goes out of its way to make you believe Social Security has an account with your name on it with money just for you. But the Supreme Court ruled that payments due under Social Security are not property rights and are not protected. Social Security is merely a tax and the government is under no obligations to pay you anything. Call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit allamericangold.com. Reasons to Own Gold. Brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group at allamericangold.com. Reason number 647. Most people don't even know that the courts have already ruled. Once money is deposited into the bank, the bank owns the money, and the depositor is merely an unsecured creditor of the bank. (coughs) Which means if the bank goes under, you get paid last. After the financial crisis, instead of breaking up too big to fail, the government and the Federal Reserve created Dodd-Frank and made too big to fail banks even bigger while putting your deposits more at risk. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. To learn more, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800-951-0592. Hi, this is Dana from Saddle Up, Western Saddle and Tack Shop in Gilcrest, Colorado, right off Highway 85 and County Road 31. We are your one-stop equine shop. We offer saddle fittings on-site and off-site. Our motto, fit the horse, fit the rider, fit the budget. You can call us at 303-772-7821. Visit us on the web at saddleupcolorado.net. Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com.
Where does time go? We just began. So uh, I'm going to give you contact information. I will finish this part of a, a thought, and you'll have to come back again next week. But please let prophetic people know, and please give them the ministry name and the radio station because it is time for many things. Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80501. P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. Right here in Colorado is a move of God. Podcasts are 1360khnc.com for the Present Truth podcast or for the Olive Tree podcast. So in 1998, and right when I finished taking these School of the Spirits, it was right at that time, God was good to His Word. He gave me a vision that many people would move to Colorado. Many people would move. Many, many people would move. I don't know what many, many is. In many, many means millions and millions. And he stated another thing. I'm going to bring people here to judge them. But those, I'm going to give them an opportunity to meet me when they come to Colorado. But many that are coming won't receive Christ. They will be coming here for judgment. So that's just part of what the Holy Spirit spoke to me. That It was the end of summer. I think it was before the fall of 1998. Many people will come. And I have a friend who's a realtor. He said in 1998, there was about 3.2 million people in this country. Now there's over 7 million people in this country, in this state. I'm sorry, not in this country, in the state. So what God, the Holy Spirit spoke to me then has come to pass. And there are other things tied in also that I will not be able to present to you today. I feel that now the Holy Spirit has told me to go ahead and begin to give the insights into what's going to happen in northern Colorado and in Colorado to his people because it's time. And you have been called to God's great army and you have a great leader that you have to have an attitude to begin to listen to what he has to say whether or not you want to hear it so have that attitude be righteous God bless you God bless you God bless you God bless you and God keep you and I will see you next Sunday God bless this audience God bless you Hey man, pass the battle over and take a couple of hits off the My Kind CBD. Get your CBD by going to 1360KHNC.com and click on the shopping button, man. Silly Jamaican, there's no THC in this product. It's certified THC free. Just go to the website, 1360KHNC.com, click the shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Green.